I'm attorney Justin Clark coming up just ahead on you have real estate. Many of you are concerned about another financial collapse and you don't want to buy a house because you're afraid of what happened in 2008 could happen again. I will give you my opinion on will there be another financial collapse just ahead on you have real estate. Welcome to you have real estate with attorney Justin Clark. And welcome to another edition of You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, seasoned investor, or looking to sell your home, this next 30 minutes is designed for you. Think of it like hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room, with my attorney advice throughout the way. If you have any questions whatsoever, give us a call, 407-205-0400. Zero, zero. Plenty of information is on the website as well. Youhavepower.com. It's Y-O-U-HavePower.com. I have people standing by right now to answer any question that you may have. We have great interviews today with several different real estate agents, and we're going to take you on tours of many different homes. So stick around. The next 30 minutes is going to be amazing. But first, it's time for my opening statement. The question I'm most asked by you is this. Justin, are we going to have another epic real estate collapse? And maybe I am the guy you should ask that question too, because we've represented some 15,000 people who went through foreclosure. You know, 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It was the biggest collapse we've ever seen, certainly in our lifetimes. Instead of giving you the long-winded answer, are we going to see another collapse like we did in 2008? The simple answer is this, no. I don't see how any way in the world we can go through the same type of collapse and anyone watching this program right now is a lifetime. It's not going to happen. Now, sure, is the real estate market going to level out? Yes. Could it even decline a little bit? Sure, it could. But I do not see it happening again, going through what we went through in 2008. So do not let the fear of 2008 prevent you from buying a house. What really scares me is that you're going to let that fear keep you as a renter, right? No one wants to rent. No one wants to pay someone else's mortgage to live. The rental rates right now are incredibly high for the same house. Unequivocally, the same house, your rental rate is going to be significantly more than the mortgage that you're going to pay. So don't let the collapse of 2008 keep you from buying a home and paying someone else's mortgage. If you have any questions, 407-205-0400. If you're starting that house hunt, we have great realtors on the show today who can help you, and I have great mortgage people standing by to pre-qualify you so you can start that house hunt this weekend. Joined today by two friends of mine. I haven't seen you in a while. It's JR and Holly Kroll. Welcome to the show. Holly, how are you? How are you? JR, good to see you, buddy. Good how you, you been? Again, thanks. You are with JR Kroll Realty. Now, if I had a vote, I would have called it Holly Kroll Realty, but that's fine. <laughs> and we'll go with JR. No, no big deal. What are some things, guys, that you would say separate Kroll Realty from some of the other shops out there? Uh, I mean, we're just a small boutique um, brokerage here in Sanford, so we specialize mostly in you know houses that are going to be you know three hundreds to you know a million is kind of where we are. We have fourteen agents that work with us. You have fourteen. Yeah. Oh 14 man, agents. good job. I didn't know you had that many over there. Yeah, yeah. So it's, we've been growing, and you know we have an office there in Sanford, and just been. Uh, really moving along and sticking with Sanford, you know, we do seeing a lot of growth in there and, you know, but other parts, we do every other part also, but mostly, mostly in the Sanford Lake Mary area. So you do a lot of work, Holly, I know in Sanford Lake Mary, how are the school systems in Seminole County? 
well, everybody knows they're they're here mostly in Seminole County for the schools. I mean, we've just got you know the best schools in the state, and um, so it makes the sale a lot easier yeah. <laughs> when, when we know that we've got the schools covered. And of course, you know, then the rest is you know you know how they like the house. So right. um, we're very very fortunate in the area that we're concentrated if i'm a buyer what can i do to research the school systems and the potential house i'm looking to buy is there anything i can do to really find out the quality of the school system yeah there's a school grades website which is what i use i mean i'm a mom so i did the same thing i did the same research when we moved to north seminole county and um it has a lot of information it's almost like a yelp you know where people make comments and you know you kind of have to decipher through the good and bad you know not everybody has the best experiences of course, there's, you know, one of the other things you can do is go on Facebook and just type in the school's name and see what the parents say, sure. you know, and reach out that way. Um, you know, the county has a great school lookup, you know, you, you know, that realtors use all the time, you know, what, what school will this property go to? And gotcha. um, that helps out, too. JR, you know, Al Gore invented this thing recently called the Internet, right? You've heard of it? <laughs> I've heard, I heard of the Internet, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. so a lot of home buyers now start their house hunting on the internet, no doubt about it. So oftentimes, maybe if you have a listing, you're gonna get contacted directly by, not another agent, but by someone who's just researching on the internet. Do you think as a home buyer, I should use my own agent to go out there and shop for homes, or should I just reach out to the listings that are out there? I mean, obviously, if you have your own agent, you should be using them for any showings or what, because it's not fair to even, let's say, a listing agent that, you know, another agent, you know, you ask them to show their property, their listing, they have to split a commission and then the other your own agent just writes a contract and collects half a commission without doing all their work they're supposed to and you really want them there too um i just you know with with the with the uh, uh listings you know they should definitely just use you know their own agent you know right. if they're going to be looking at properties what do you think holly well yeah i definitely agree because you're hiring that person to work for you they you know my client I would know what my client wants and what they're looking for. If I call directly to the listing agent, you might not know. I, now, the listing agent is going to know the most about the property, and I would appreciate if a buyer's agent contacted me prior to and said, can, what else can you tell me? What's the story in this house? And then I know that they really care about the client and that I'll have a better buyer in turn because they're very informed about the house and they're not, you know, all of a sudden like, oh, well, I didn't know about this, this, and this. And, you know, I wrote the contract, but now five days later I'm going to cancel because I didn't have all the information sure. from the other agent. I think one of the big questions, whether you're buying or selling property, is closing cost. You know, and I think it depends on where you live, who pays what. If you're working with the seller and, and you're really preparing them for how much they're going to pay in closing cost, what do they have to pay as a seller? Um, as a seller, I mean, you're going to figure there's going to be the real estate commission, obviously, um, that can range from, you know, four and a half to six percent, seven percent. You know, it's all negotiable um, from a buyer or a selling uh, standpoint. And then there's also going to be dock stamps and title fees that are going to be included in there. Um, you know, so that's that's about another, you know, two to three percent of the purchase price that's included on top of there that no one it's not part of your real estate commission. So the realtor doesn't get anything from that. Sure. It's just other costs. What about a buyer? What closing costs are there for the buyer? Uh, well, they're going to have the lending closing costs. So they're going to, you know, depending on the lender, usually you're doing two percent, you know, approximately of one to two percent of the value of the home for lending costs, you know, and that's once again, their own title fees they have to pay also. Um, so it's it's definitely, there's costs involved. I mean, usually a good breakdown, you know, of a net sheet to show exactly what's owed, you know, when, when you're gonna come to closing and how much money you're gonna need is, is a good thing to have. 
say, well, I'm thinking about selling my home. Let's say I'm going to list it for 300 grand. I'm not going to accept a penny less than 300 grand. Is there sort of a cheat sheet in your head on what percentage I'm paying in closing costs? I know the, the real estate commission is going to be six, pretty much. The other things, what do they normally add up to? Do you tell your seller, uh, think about 8% or 10%. What's, what's the cheat sheet on this? Yeah, I mean, you would say probably like six to eight percent. You okay. could say that would be depending on what the commission would be, because obviously that that's flexible. But there's not going to be a flex on the, you know, the the state is not going to take less on their taxes. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> I heard. Title I heard that. There, you know, that's just what title fees are. Those are regulated by the state also. So you know, really, those fees can't really change. When you go buy a bike, right? You, you know, you talk to the bike sales guy a little bit, and you get to know each other for a moment. But then you you ride the bike off into the sunset. You probably don't talk to him again. You go to the grocery store, nice cashier, but they don't have a real effect on your life. A real estate transaction, the relationship between real estate agent and client, whether it's a seller or a buyer. Tell me about that relationship. Oh. In a lot of cases, it's a lifelong friend. Um, you know, we always, it makes it a lot easier now with social media. We can keep constant connection. Um, you know, of course, you know, Christmas cards and all that stuff. But really, I mean, it's not just a sale to us. It's very emotional. You know, sometimes this is the house that they have their children in and, you know, all the memories and, and holidays and all that stuff that goes along with it. So, um, I mean, really, we've the people that we've done transactions with. We still talk and see them today, and um, it, it's it's really. I think that's why what drove me to the business in the first place is that emotional connection. I'm not talking trash about bicycle sales guy by any means. Don't get the wrong idea, but I just know that there is is a closer relationship when Absolutely. it comes to with real estate agent and client. No doubt about it. Holly Kroll, J.R. Kroll, you're going to take me on a tour now. Are you yep. ready to go? Yep, yep, I'm ready. All right, so this first property here, Ross Lake. What an interesting property. I know exactly where this is. Holly, tell me about Ross Lake. So I really just love this property. It's so unique. Um, it's over in West Sanford. Um, you wouldn't even know it's there. It's kind of tucked way back. It's actually on the lake. Um, it's just a, it's a three bedroom, two bath, log cabin style lakefront home. It's on a one and a half acre lot in West Sanford. It's very well maintained. The home features a two story stone wood burning fireplace, has um, wood ceiling beams, uh, laminate floors throughout, a brand new butcher block counter countertop in the kitchen and a huge 40 by 15 covered patio. It's meticulously cared for and decorated. When you're there, you feel like wow. you're vacationing in the Carolinas somewhere. So it's, it's just really neat. So after all the hustle and bustle on I-4, it's great to come home to a house like this and feel like, oh, I'm on vacation. Now, is the HOA president going to come by and complain about my yard in that property? No, because there, it's a, there is an HOA, but it's no. not a mandatory HOA. The, there's a small fee. I think it's about 50 a year that just covers, you know, taking care of the pretty entrance in the front of the neighborhood. So, um, no, you can pretty much do what you want. I mean, <laughs> but you're, I mean, you're really close to the highway right there, too. You can get on I-4 in two minutes, that's right? right? I yep. mean, that's, that's really a great you've property. You've got I-4, you've got State Route 429 with that connector right there, so you can get over to the... Disney in that area really quickly. You got 417. So really where this property is, you can get anywhere. If you want to see this property, give Holly Kroll a call 407-205-0400. We'll also post it for you, Holly, on our website, youhavepower.com. That is an awesome property. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think you described it perfectly. It's like going to the mountains of North Carolina, but right off of Interstate 4. Yeah. Awesome. All right, J.R. Kroll, now you're going to take us to shallow 
tail. Where's uh, this? Swallowtail. Swallow. Swallowtail. Swallowtail. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> now, actually, we, you know, I have a little special neighborhood for this one because it's actually in the neighborhood we also live in. Um, this is a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. Um, it's uh, built in 2005 or six. I can't. I didn't write that part down. Uh, <laughs> it is a gated community, Tudor-style waterfront. Um, been completely redone by the by the homeowners. They came in there. I actually sold it to them as a short sale when they bought it, and then they came and called us back years later. And after they fixed it up and they put all new uh, laminate floors inside, uh, the you know the kitchen has Corian, uh, new new all new appliances all new carpet, repainted in and out, and just beautiful waterfront property. And I think, you know, waterfront is, sometimes it's a big lake, sometimes it's just a pond like that, but waterfront a lot of times means no rear neighbor, exactly. right? And that makes a big difference in a small, in a neighborhood like that when you're somewhat on top of each other, no rear neighbor makes all the difference, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially in Seminole County, there's so many, I mean, in the price range that you find something priced like this one at 369.9, it's um you know it's a great deal because having most neighborhoods now you're going to be looking at right about you know backing up into a fence or your neighbor behind you and astor farms is pretty unique that way yeah how is the hoa fees there um it's uh what uh 1100 for the 275 a quarter, a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> i mean that's not too bad either do you know what all they do for that um, it's just a maintenance on the outside, you know, like not, not your actual lawn, but you know, the, the, the grounds, which is quite a big property. Um, we have a gate, mm -hmm. so that takes up quite a bit of money too. And then there's of course, you know, fountains and such that we do. I'm actually on the HOA board. Oh too. really? Sorry about that. And I, and I should know the, he's amount. the guy driving around. Your mailbox need paint needs painting, sir. Yeah. You're that guy. Yeah. No, come yeah. on. <laughs> I hate that. What's the neighborhood like demographic wise? A lot of kids, older people. What's it like? Um, a lot of families. Yeah, okay. definitely a lot of families in there. Cause it's all, I mean, the size of the homes are typical around 3000 square feet. This one here is kind of a little bit smaller than the usual in there. So it's in a price point that's better. Most of them are in the 400s and up. Mm. Um, so it's, you know, much larger homes though. And price point one more time. Uh, 369 dollars on this one. If you have any questions about this home on Swallowtail, give J.R. Kroll a call, 407-205-0400. Again, we'll post that one as well on the website, youhavepower.com. J.R., I know you're coming back in a minute for the Real Estate Roundtable. Holly Kroll, excellent job. you got to come back on the show again, okay? okay. We'll and if do. you want me to talk Thank to him about this whole J.R. Kroll real estate, <laughs> I, I, I'd be happy to, to well, work on Well, we tried it. to drop the J.R., but there's another similar company out there. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, our next guest today is someone I've wanted to have on the show for a while because I'm always interested in these huge neighborhoods that are popping up. You know them. It's the D.R. Horton, these big builders, and they've got all the flags in front of the neighborhood. And I've always really wondered what goes on when you go into one of these neighborhoods. But most importantly, I've always wondered if that whole $300,000 price tag is really $300,000 once you get the new cabinetry and, and all the upgrades. How, how does it really work when you buy from the builder? Is that price tag really the actual price tag? Or is it by the time you leave, it's another $150,000 because you want floors in your house? And that's why we brought a very special guest in today, Catalina Pennant. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. EXP Realty. I've seen a lot of EXP lately. Growing. I mean, what's going on over there? What, what's this EXP difference? Uh, the EXP difference, I think, is the system and the opportunities we have. Um, a lot of different ways that um, you can recruit new people, uh, the profit shares that we have in the system and the virtual offices. It's um, 
It's pretty great. I've been uh, with EXP for a little bit over a year and I love it. So I know you have a lot of experience working with builders. So, so you've actually been in these new developments and, and you've talked to people who are coming there to, to purchase a house directly from the builder. Have you worked on the sales center side too? I know you're independent now, but have you actually worked in the sales center before? Yes, I have. Okay, so tell me how it really works. When I come in there, are you going to tell me what the price is for everything after upgrades or are you going to kind of give me the base price and then i've got to really be careful about the upgrades because it's going to make the house way 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 more expensive okay so it depends if you go to a custom builder or not but how it works if you come in a sales agent is going to greet you and um, most likely show you the model home that you're in at that point they're required to disclose if that's the standard that's how the home comes or um, those are upgrades and uh, just show you the list of included features um, to say so uh, what would come at the base price so let's just be honest here what, what's normally in the base price are we talking about like we don't even have floors or is it is it mostly everything in the base <laughs> no, price? No, there's, there's certain things that are, you can get upgrades uh, for depending on what builder you're going Give with. Give me some uh, examples. Also. Uh, so some of them include appliances, some don't. Uh, some appliances are stainless steel, some are black. Uh, it could be granite countertops or not, but that's something that the sales agent would definitely disclose at the, at the first visit. So you, I mean, you were always pretty clear with the people walking in that, look, I, I know it says Correct. 269, but that's not including the granite, because the model probably has all the upgrades, I imagine, right? Most of the times, yes. So, so you walk in, my fear is this, you walk in, you see the model, the model home. The model home is not 269,000, the model home's 400 because of all the upgrades. So what do you think about this? Do you believe that house shoppers who are going in to see a builder should go in without an agent by themselves or should they take a real estate agent with them and does that cost them more money? So I definitely recommend taking a real estate agent uh, with them. Um, I've worked, um, as you well said, both sides and uh, we always do have to disclose on um, representing the builder that I do represent the builder and everything will be disclosed in, in writing, but if you choose to have a realtor, um, that person will be representing you. And uh, this way, it's just more people working together. It's a smoother transaction for, um, for the buyer. Gotcha. Now, when I go into one of these developments, DR Horton, whoever, and there's a bunch of big builders around here, and they, they seem to be popping up left and right now <laughs> again, so there's definitely a lot of real estate out there and new developments yes. out there. I know a lot of times that the, the, the developer, the builder, likes to suck them in and make them do the mortgage work and the title work there as well. Why is that? Um, most builders do have their own mortgage and title company, and um, what they try to do is just keep it all together um, and offer incentives to buyers if they choose to go with um, their mortgage company and their title. They're not required to. Um, but that's the way that you can receive the incentives and most of the times it uh, goes towards closing costs. What are the incentives typically? Usually uh, towards closing costs and um, sometimes it could be a few different upgrades but mostly uh, closing. Generally speaking when I walk into the model, right, um, it's going to have all the upgrades like we talked about earlier. I mean is your experience that normally the base price that I'm given when I first walk in is not including any of that or is it has it gotten better than since when I was shopping it definitely got a lot better and okay. it's uh, more open like you said earlier with the invention of internet <laughs> the buyers are a lot more knowledgeable so they do their research um, online before they even visit the community the prices do say starting at 
and at that point you say this is the price that includes the lot and it, this home this floor plan and then moving forward what else is included and whatnot if you're watching right now and you would like to go see some of these new developments catalina pennant is fantastic she's worked for the developer she's worked for the builder now she's here to work for you to take you to see these properties 407-205-0400 the website you have power Com. Now, I know that you have a property that you really like down in Davenport. It's a DR Horton property. I think it's called Orchid Grove. Is that right? That's the name of the community. And I yes. know that we have a couple of different models that you'd like to show our audience here. Uh, let's, let's do ca the Cali model first. Tell me about the Cali model. So the Cali model is um, actually a great um, single-story open floor plan home. It's a four-bedroom, two-bath. It has a two-car garage. As you can see here in these pictures, those are standard included um, options in the Cali model. Is the granite countertop, the stainless steel appliances. Um, so that's included. That's included. Can you tell I'm a lawyer and I've, and I've had people come in and say, Justin, <laughs> Just I thought I was getting sure. all the upgrades and I, I didn't get any upgrades. So I've just seen the other side of it. Yes. That's all. That's why I want to be clear with people. Yeah, those are included. The granite countertops, the stainless steel appliances. And like I said, this is a great open floor plan. It's a single story home. So um, those are in high demand to say so. It's a great starting home or to retire in home. And I'm sorry, how much was the Cali model? 235. Oh, that's pretty good, yes. huh? So Davenport, what's going on down there? A lot of people don't know Davenport that well. I think it's Polk County, but it's it really is. not that much further than like Disney World, really, is no, it? No, it's it's about 30 minutes from from Disney, um, 45 minutes from um, Orlando, and 45 minutes from Tampa. So you're kind of halfway. What's going on in Davenport is that Cali model at 235 would not be happening in Orlando. No doubt about it. So um, yeah, I mean, 235, your mortgage payment. You know, don't quote me on this, but your mortgage payment's <laughs> probably yeah, you know, 1,200 bucks. I mean, it's it, you certainly couldn't rent the house for less than 1,800. Mm -hmm. I would exactly. imagine so. Yeah, if, if you are if you work down in that area, it's not a bad place to go check out for sure. All right, we have another model. What's this other model called? Uh, this other model is uh, the Gallon. This is a two-story home. Um, what's nice about this home is that it has a flex room uh, downstairs that could be converted into an office room um, or another bedroom. This is, again, a really nice um, open floor plan. It has included granite um, countertops. Um, stainless steel appliances, and this one is uh, 2,432 square feet. Okay. And price point on this one? 255. 255. So again, you're looking at 1,200 bucks, 1,300 bucks on your mortgage payment. You can't rent the one-bedroom apartment in Orlando for 1,300 bucks anymore. It's exactly. crazy. So please, if you're interested in seeing some of these new, brand new, never lived in homes, right? Never lived in. Down in Davenport at Orchid Grove. Give us a call right now, 407-205-0400. We'll put these on the website as well. Youhavepower.com. Good job, Catalina Pennant. You're going to stick Thank around you. for the Real Estate Roundtable, right? we Will do. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Real Estate Roundtable. If you have any questions whatsoever, go to our website. You can ask me the questions right there, youhavepower.com, and we might answer your question next week on You Have Real Estate. Let's go down to Pilar in Lake Mary. J.R. Kroll, yes. how long should I wait before dropping the price, and how much do I drop it? 
Well, it's kind of a tough question because <laughs> blame Pilar. <laughs> so yeah, if uh, if the house is priced correctly the first time. Honestly, in Lake Mary, Sanford, you probably won't have to reduce the price. There's plenty of full price offers coming in. Now, a lot of sellers will try to overprice and say, I want to go higher because for leave room for negotiation, which I never recommend. I said, right now it's a hot market. Price it right the first time. It'll sell full price within weeks. Um, if you try to go too high, it'll sit, you'll wait, it'll get right. stale, and then you're going to have to start doing reductions. And at that point, you've lost your leverage as a seller. So it's it's... Probably, I would say, if you were just going to price it and you're not seeing the action you want, mm -hmm. I usually say give it like two weeks. And if you're not seeing the number of showings you really need to see, then you would say, okay, now's a good time. I to mean, as a, as a realtor, you kind of get a good feel like I'm not getting any calls on this property whatsoever. Something's wrong. The price is wrong. You get a feel for it. Usually, you know, when you walk the property, you yeah. would say, oh, there's a highway behind it. That's <laughs> going to be the issue. Right. Um, but, you know, in most times, yeah, if you sometimes you get there and just say, I don't know what the problem is. And it could be as simple as, you know, there's no there's no downstairs bedroom or, you know, something just off on the house sure. that someone, when they go see it, cause I've had it where we had tons of showings and then you just realize it's something a little strange on the house that's making people not want to put an offer. Got it. Maria in Orlando ask, how accurate is Zillow? The million dollar question. <laughs> well, I'm a realtor, so I'm a <laughs> member of NAR. Yeah. Um, it's fairly accurate, but to a certain point, um, I would say don't go and buy a house just cause you saw it on Zillow. Uh, it might not be active anymore. Um, it may have an offer in. Always consult a realtor. J.R. Kroll, Zillow. Uh, I disagree. You can bash it. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, I think the uh, the pricing on it. I mean, it, there's is times when it'll come in close to what it is. Um, but you know, Zillow doesn't calculate for if it's a lakefront home, if it has a swimming pool, if it has all these options that could have, or something like you said, just strange. Of one house is one story, another one's a two story. They just go by square footage within a radius of the property is how they determine it. So you might be looking at houses in there that are gonna say per square foot in a neighborhood, but that doesn't ever equal up. Even appraisers don't do it that way. They back it up the other way. They say, we're gonna adjust it first and then make the square foot mm -hmm. equal right. that way. So to me, Zillow's numbers are just uh, you know, pulling a number out of a hat. You know, it's really. John in Longwood says, and there's a million websites, we know this, but John's question is, what website should I go to to start my hunt for properties? Catalina. Um, I, um, well, most people do go to Zillow, Realtor. We, we all use those uh, just for comparison anyway, but an official MLS um, site is, is what I recommend, unless you work with a Realtor. Um, and you've worked with a realtor before, um, you should always uh, discuss with them first. J.R. Kroll, what website should I go to when I start my house hunt? If you're just preliminary looking at something, I'd say realtor.com is most accurate. That's gonna have the most information up to date. It's, mm -hmm. it's updated directly from the MLS feed, whereas the information even on Zillow right now, if you have a house that's pending, it just shows that in the MLS area in Orlando, it doesn't come as pending, it just says off market. So they they had some kind of disagreement with the MLS, and now they can't they can't put it as even pending. In thirty seconds, another crash ahead. No, another crash ahead. Probably no. Don't stress. I don't <laughs> see, and, and you can disagree with me, of course, but I don't see another crash happening. Could the market level out? Could it dip a little bit? Yes. Are we going to see what happened in two thousand eight? In my opinion, there's no chance in our lifetime. So don't stress. Look, if you're looking to buy a home. Don't let the crash of 2008 prevent you or make you fearful of buying because I think now is a fantastic time to buy.
Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is attorney Justin Clark. If you have any questions whatsoever about anything we talked about or any property we showed you in this show today, 407-205-0400. If you want to get a pre-approval letter, I have people standing by right now at that same phone number. They would be happy to help immediately. So give us a call. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate. If you have a question you would like answered on an upcoming episode of You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark, call 407-205-0400. Are you considering selling your home and would like to have it featured right here on our show? Or would you like to get pre-approved for a mortgage to buy your dream home? Give us a call, 407-205-0400. You have real estate.